The Last Life Gaming Network is an over-the-top platform catering to the gamer. With numerous options upon launch, the LLGN will provide you with countless choices to start your experience. Shows such as collections, IRL, party games, playthroughs, and GUI, gaming under the influence, as well as highlights of Twitch and Mixer live streams, the network will have you itching for more. LLGN Sports will provide sports coverage as well as sports-related topics. With an interactive live stream schedule, the network will provide you with many reasons to be a part of our Last Life community. Make sure to subscribe to the Last Life Gaming Network on YouTube when it drops in the fall of 2019. Are you ready to be a Last Lifer? Culture Wings. If you're looking for flavorful wings in the Rockland County, New York area, we've got the place for you. Give them a follow on Instagram at FTC Wings. Again, that's at FTC underscore W-I-N-G-Z. Place your order in the DMs or give them a call at 845-200-1600. Free delivery to those who are in the Havistraw and West Havistraw area. Please be sure to vote weekly on their Instagram page for the sauce of the week. Thai chili, honey barbecue, Cajun, lemon pepper, and garlic parm are the weekly wing flavors. Eight piece for $7, eight piece combo for $10. 16 piece for $14, 16 piece combo for $17. 24 piece for $21, 24 piece combo for $24. An order of fries is $3, loaded fries for $5. Mozzarella sticks are also an option. Eight for $5, 16 for $10. Beverages are all $1, which includes Coke, Sprite, and water. They have catering options as well. Please be sure to use the Blast Podcast promo code to get a free order of fries. Orders are taken only on Sundays from 12 p.m. to 5.30 p.m. These wings sell out fast, so don't miss out on the opportunity to taste the best wings in Rockland County, New York. Remember the name, Culture Wings. Who got the latest news that's precise in DSP? The 411, yeah, I know where I'm from. 845 won't load with my gun. Blast like the podcast. Chicken wings from coaching my lunch. In the county, know who run it. Stay woke, they wanna know who done it. Rick, uh, get in tune with DSP and precise. Taking this podcast thing to different heights. If you nice, they pull up on them, get on the mic. They showcase talent and speak on real life. If you got a business, they promote to get cash. So tune in now to the Blast Podcast. Rick. Of alchemy. Four, four, five. The 
it's time to blast off. Tune into the Blast Podcast. Out the 845th, this cast. Got history and not supporting our past. But we ain't tucking our town now. All this talent that we got gon' make our proud how DSP and Precise gave us a voice. Now we all set to go and make us some noise. Yo, yo, it's the Blast Podcast with DSP and Precise, great music, great vibes. The show will give you life, the advice, and the news you probably never even knew. Apple Music, Spotify, stay motherfucking tuned. I'm in tune, I'm amused at all they fucking do. That's what's up, though. Putting Rockland on the map, we need more of those. So stop wasting time with all them phony shows. I'll blast your podcast for not supporting, ho. We not riding waves here, y'all at the rodeo. See, we the realest up in town, turn up your radio. The Blast Podcast, royalty in the fresh. Blast podcast. Precise man. You are an artist or creator out there. Come catch these vibes. So I got a quick question for you. I think he follows the IG page. I think he follows the IG page. Cause I see him like 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 it. I see him like it. Every time I post something about FTC Wayne, that's dope. That's dope. We love it. I wish you nothing but success, bro. For real, for real. We love it. I wish you nothing but success, bro. For real, for real. Success, 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 success. Thank you, brother. Thank you, brother. Thank you. And because you're gonna love this shit. It's really, really good. Culture wings. Make sure you follow them, man. Don't forget the last podcast. You can just say our names, save a little money, and get free fries. All right, next up, yo, precise man. How did you feel when I told you? I was so happy to have you. This is family. You also understand ownership because before you guys came on here, we were talking about ownership and how important it was. I guess um, we want to jump right into it. What is going on, family? Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome back to our uh, listeners that come on a weekly basis, but welcome. You are now listening to The Blast Podcast. I am the creator and the host, Brother DSP. I want to thank you for listening taking your time off to listening to the show because you could have been doing something else, but instead you came to check the show out. Truly appreciate you. Um, first and foremost, I want to shout out to our day one listeners. Um, those that have been listening since the blast off that dropped, I believe on May 1st. No, I'm sorry, not May 1st, April 1st. So big shout out to y'all for always supporting and always coming back. Um, shout out to those who just started listening to us maybe two, three episodes ago and continue to come back because you like our format. You you feel how we do things on this side and you continue to support us. And um, shout out to our new listeners. Um, if this is your first time listening and you are um, just happen to roll up on the podcast, whether it be on social media or you just heard someone talking about it and you just wanted to check it out. Thank you for listening. Uh, big shout out to everyone, man. Shout out to our followers on Instagram. Shout out to our um, listeners who don't follow us on Instagram. Uh, shout out to everybody. I, I mean, if I were to sit here, I mean, shout out to the strippers, the Instagram models, the BBWs. Um, shout out to the entrepreneurs, the creatives. I just wanted to shout y'all out because, I mean, it's only right. This is what the platform is for, the entrepreneurs and the creatives, of course. But, you know, everyone that listens to us, man, it's all about positivity. It's all about being um, inspirational at the end of the day. Um, I just wanted to promo a few things. 
Uh, first and foremost, big, big shout out to Z Bling, man. Um, the royalty capsule is looking amazing. I've seen he has another capsule on the way called the Nobility Capsule. Uh, make sure you give them a follow on Instagram. That's um, at M-O-R-A-P-P-A-R-E-L. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm going to go back. That's at M-O-R underscore A-P-P-A-R-E-L underscore U-S. That's at M-O-R Apparel U-S. That's on Instagram. Um, click the link in their bio to go to their webpage. They have a beautiful website. Place your orders for the royalty capsule. I'm not sure if the nobility capsule is taking pre-orders right now because I, I believe he's uh, focusing on the uh, royalty capsule. Um, he also said he has something in the works for uh, women and children. So, you know, the man is working. So I just wanted to give him his kudos and, and make sure y'all give them a follow, man. Uh, that's at M-O-R underscore apparel underscore U-S. Um, also, I wanted to shout out VOH Basketball, man. Um, super competitive league uh, in, in, the Rock, in the Rockland County area. Games are played at West Rock Indoor. That's in Nanuet. That's right next door to the Rockland Bakery. Um, I believe, not right next door because I believe it's next to the Rockland Bakery. Um, it's, I think it's next door to, I, I believe, a Mercedes-Benz dealership. I'm not sure. Um, it's a beautiful facility, uh, super competitive games. Um, please be sure to check out the MOR VOH basketball experience. Um, there's about five installments now, um, depending on when you hear it, it, when you hear this episode, because if you listen to this episode, say on Tuesday, um, there'll be six installments. So because it, the, it, the episodes release every Monday at midnight. So the players and coaches and whoever listen to the show that are fans of VOH basketball can listen to the recap of the week before and pretty much get excited for the week coming up. Um, so huge shout out to VOH basketball. Make sure you follow them on YouTube. I'm sorry, not follow them. Subscribe to their YouTube channel. That's VOH basketball. That's straightforward. VOH basketball. Uh, make sure you follow them on Twitter as well. That's uh, VBall845. That's um, their VOH Basketball Twitter page. And uh, make sure you follow VOH Basketball on Instagram. Um, it's pretty much straightforward VOH Basketball. If you don't know how to spell basketball, just Google it. I'm not going to sit here and spell basketball for you. Um, another thing I wanted to promo was um, DSP's Seal of Approval. Seal of Approval Series. DSP's Seal of Approval Series. That's my show. It's another another um, so another piece of content that I created to basically highlight um, projects, pr pretty much like hip hop albums, EPs, R and B albums, R and B EPs. Because I don't really get to talk about it that much on this platform, so I created another platform to where I can just solely focus on the music on one project or one artist, you know. Um, so make sure you check that out. That's going to be, that's always available at D-S-P-T-H-E-G-R-8-I-G-T-V. Um, again, that's D-S-P-T-H-E-G-R-8. That's D-S-P the Great. That's me. <laughs> so make sure to check that out. That's D-S-P Seal of Approval Series. I believe there's about 12 to 13 installments. I'm going to get some more on there. So just check it out, man. There's been a lot of good music coming out. So I'm going to be pretty busy with that coming um, coming up pretty soon. Um, another thing I wanted to do, uh, promo was the Onslaught Multimedia YouTube page. Um, that's the parent company. Um, that's pretty much the company that's overseeing the DSP seal of approval series, the blast podcast, you know, 
it's basically all under that one umbrella, the Onslaught Multimedia. So make sure you check out the YouTube page. That's Onslaught Multimedia. That's O-N-S-L-A-U-G-H-T-M-U-L-T-I-M-E-D-I-A. Did I spell that right? I think so. Onslaught Multimedia, if I, if I didn't spell it right. Find out how to spell multimedia. Onslaught is O-N-S-L-A-U-G-H-T. Um, make sure to check that out, man. It's, it's great, great stuff. I just wanted to do a quick, 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 quick call to action. Um, I see y'all are not rating us on um, Apple Podcasts, and I know a lot of y'all listen on Apple. So please, 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 please rate us on Apple. And hey, leave us a comment too, because the more you rate us, the more ratings that we get. And if they're five-star ratings, guess what? We'll be featured on the homepage of Apple, iTunes, or Apple Podcasts, wherever, because I'm not familiar with Apple. I have a Droid. I don't have an Apple phone, but I, I, I pay attention to the analytics and I can see when they're being rated and when someone leaves a message. Um, shout out to Peaches22, whoever you may be. She was kind enough to leave... Um, a comment and rate us. You know what I'm saying? Someone else rated us as well, but they didn't leave a comment, so it's kind of hard to tell who it was. Um, but they get both of them gave us five stars, so it's truly appreciated. So if you listen to us on um, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, please give us five stars if you fill in the show. If you're not, just don't rate us. Maybe maybe that's what you're trying to say. Maybe you're not feeling us. I don't know. But uh, please, if you if you uh, if you're a listener on iTunes. Please rate us. It'll be truly appreciated. You can help us get to the next level. Um, if you listen to us on Spotify, just rate the show, um, favorite the show, so you get the updates on when the new episodes drop. You don't have to wait for us to announce it on the Instagram page. Um, what else? What's another platform? iHeartRadio is another platform that we're on. Uh, please rate rate us on there as well. Um, I believe it's the same exact um, same exact format that iTunes has where the more ratings you get, the more comments you leave, that podcast will get featured on their homepage. And I wouldn't love nothing more than that because that will bring more people to it. It'll catch people's eyes and, and they'll want to click on it and see what this is about. And I'm asking for the listener's help. Please, please assist us. It's a call to action. I truly, truly appreciate all of y'all who listen. So I would love to know um, that I'm doing a good job by getting the ratings from you guys. Um, I want to shout out our um, sponsors real quick. Shout out to Last Life Gaming Network. Make sure you follow them on Instagram. That's last... Oh, man, I usually don't get this right. I believe it's last underscore life gaming. Um, let me check right, right now. Um, also follow Culture Wings. That's FTC Wings. That's FTC underscore Wings. Um, that's wings with a Z. So that's FTC underscore W I N G Z. Uh, that's culture wings right out of Rockland County, right out of Rockland County, New York. Um, you heard their ad in the beginning of the show. You've probably been hearing their ad for a while now. If you are in the Rockland County area and you can get your hands on these wings, please do. They are amazing. Back to uh, last life gaming network. Their IG handle is last underscore life gaming um, make sure you check that out great video game content on there they're taking off uh, they're launching on november 21st that's actually this week i believe that's thursday yes it's thursday so 
check out their content, give them a follow, click the link in the bio to um, watch the trailer, their YouTube trailer, their launch trailer, and then click that subscribe button, get on there, and like I said, give them a follow as well. Make sure you follow MOR Apparel, like I told y'all before, that's MOR underscore apparel underscore US. Make sure you follow VOH Basketball. Um, of course, that's at VOH Basketball. If you don't know how to spell basketball, I don't know what to tell you from here, okay? <laughs> um, once again, man, right now, I believe, because I think we're like uh, 10 minutes in, I just wanted to make sure I get those call to actions in there. I don't want to make this a super long, long episode because I'm starting to feel like I'm starting to like the short episodes, especially when it's just me here doing my thing. So I just want to keep it short and uh, sweet. Keep it short and sweet for y'all, so you can go about your business. I'm not gonna sit here and talk to y'all for like hour and a half, two hours, all right? Because like I said, it's just me. So right now we're about to get into the shits. Um, I wanted to get into some quick music news. First things first, I wanted to say um, rest in peace to uh, badass. Um, passes away at 43 years old, well-known and highly respected as a Dog Pound affiliate and OG Crip. Cause of death has yet to be revealed. Um, early, early reports state that he died in jail after being incarcerated as of uh, November 8th. Um, if you know anything about Badass, he had a really big record that was uh, popular, I believe, early 2000s. It was called uh, Wrong Idea. I believe uh, Snoop Dogg was on that record as well and uh, Cocaine. Um... For some of you who don't know, he also co-wrote, not co-wrote, he ghost-wrote a few songs for um, Snoop Dogg. So he's definitely a West Coast legend. I wanted to send, give his RIP, send an RIP shout-out to Badass and my condolences to his family and friends. Um, just wanted to say RIP and just wanted to give a quick moment of silence for Badass and uh, his family. Okay, on to some lighter news. Well, I mean, may not be too light for Drake, but I mean, he he was cracking on it. And I'm sure he's not stressing it because I believe he possibly got the bag for that. Um, if for those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, Drake got booed off stage at Tyler the Creator's Camp Flognaw Fest. It's a festival that um, Tyler the Creator throws every year. It's a pretty much a big deal. I believe that. Um, he, he had put on the flyer there was going to be a special guest, and I, I believe a lot of the fans thought it was going to be, um, what's that brother's name? Frank Ocean, former, I don't, I don't want to say former affiliate, but I'm going to say affiliate, um, an odd future affiliate, and they, they didn't get Frank Ocean. Instead, um, Champagne Poppy came out, and audience members were upset at the festival about the surprise guest, and... Um, when when Drake showed up, the the fans of the festival began booing. I believe it was probably a section of the festival because I, it's kind of hard for me to believe that the entire festival was booing Drake. I mean, Drake is probably like the number one artist right now, so it's kind of like weird to me to hear like, yeah, they they got Drake the fuck out of there. And I was like, because he he did leave, he did get off stage, he exited gracefully. At first, he asked, "If you want me to continue, I'll continue." But I guess the booze became so overwhelming that he was like, you know, hi. I was like, all right, good night. My name is Drake. Uh, I'm gonna. I, he he. I'm paraphrasing. He said, good night. I'm Drake. Uh, I'll be. Um, I appreciate y'all or something of that nature. And then he exits stage left. Um. So I mean, from what I understood, uh, the booing was so bad it 
Drake cut his set 20 minutes short. So that's how I know, like, the booing must have been really, really bad for him to leave. But I still don't believe the entire festival was booing the number one artist. Um, it was so real that I think he did a video or something with Tyler, the creator, where he cracked jokes about um, getting booed off stage. So, I mean, he didn't... Like I said, I don't think he took it too seriously because, like, I believe he got the bag for it. So... At the end of the day, he got paid for it. It's, I'm sure as a performer, he wanted to finish his set. He wanted to, you know, do his thing, do his thing for the fans, his fans in particular. But, you know, sometimes with the festival crowd, it's not usually all your fans. You know, it's usually a mixed crowd. And I believe, I guess they were hardcore Odd Future fans and they wanted Frank Ocean. They did not want Drake and... They booed Drake so bad that he had to cut his um, set twenty minutes short. So that was that was pretty that was pretty ill to to find out and see that there. Um, more on the music side of thing, uh, Method Man's Tikal, I believe that was his debut album. Uh, twenty five years old, man. That's crazy. I believe that it dropped in ninety four. Uh, that was that album was twenty five years old. That's um. I, what's, what's that song called? I, not, I came to bring the pain hardcore to the brain. That's That was the the lead single for that album. Um, I remember listening to that to, on, on my getting ready for getting ready to go to school, bumping that every morning when it would come on the radio. Um, so it, it was it was kind of ill to see that it's been 25 years since that album's been around, you know. So for some for those of y'all who haven't heard of Method Man's first album, Takao, check it out, man. Check it out. It's history. It's a piece of history. It's a piece of hip-hop history. So please be sure to check that out. Um, more on the music front. Um, Kodak Black, man. Uh, Kodak Black, as you may know, um, as you may also, you may not know, I don't know if you uh, listen to us, we've, we've reported a lot on Kodak Black, especially during the uh, summer. If you listen to some of our summer episodes in the archives, um, we, we spoke about a lot about Kodak Black. We spoke about how he and T.I. got into it, how his remarks towards Lauren London after um, Nipsey's passing was disrespectful, how he made a bad move when he f falsified information on a gun application. And he's back in the news for that. Um, he's been sentenced to 46 months in prison for lying on the gun application. What he did was... Um, he didn't file his social security number. He put another person's social security number, and that is a uh, pretty much a federal violation because you're not supposed to lie on those applications. Because I believe those are federal documents. And he got, and the thing is, he got cleared to get those guns because of the social security number that he used. Um, I also believe he got into yes, he also got into a prison fight that um, his reps are saying. Um, was he was set up, he was possibly drugged when he got into a fight behind bars, accusing someone of putting something in his drink to set him off. Uh, a guard was injured in that fight, so you know that's never good. That doesn't look good for him. Um, and then recently, I just saw, um, he also maybe also facing up to 30 years in prison on each count. Um, he's got some new gun charges, so he may be facing up to 30 years in prison on each count if... Um, if he's found guilty. So, I mean, right now it's not looking good for Kodak Black, man. Um, right now, I can't even sit here and try to bash the brother right now. I, I'm just more or less like 
Just want to send peace, love, and light his way because you never want to see a young brother throw away his life like that. He was talented. He was, at one point, on top of the music world. And to see to see that take place the way it did, to see... Um, to see, to see him be at the top and then just go hit rock bottom, and to see his dissension was crazy. Um, I, I wasn't really paying attention to his rise. Um, I wasn't really a fan of his music because to me he didn't he didn't really spit it like that for me. You know what I mean? So I just didn't really care much for him. And then when, until he got to the top, I heard a lot of people talking about him. They were saying, "Oh, he makes some shit." This, that, and the third. To me, I was still like, all right, whatever, you know. And then I started seeing the, the the dissension. That's when I started paying attention. I started seeing him going down uh, a spiral, and it wasn't looking good, man. And I don't know. I don't know if it was due to stress. That's why he was wilding out. I don't know if it was just him on some I don't give a fuck shit. I have no idea. Um, It's just weird. I hope... Uh, he he figures things out, man. Um, hopefully he doesn't get the thirty plus years with those two new gun charges. But uh, I I don't know. It's not looking good for him. It looks like they got him targeted. That's one thing I can't say with confidence. I, it looks like he's targeted. And my thing is I can't solely blame the 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 authorities. I could pl- he has to take some of the blame as well. He has to take onus to that. Yeah, he fucked up. And. This is just the beginning, and hopefully he's able to learn from this. Hopefully he's able to learn from these mistakes and, and learn that you can't, um, you can't do whatever the fuck you want. Especially if you're in the limelight. Especially if you're a celebrity. Like they, you, I, I've probably said it so many times on this platform. The authorities love to make examples out of celebrities, especially if you're a celebrity that's. A rebel. They love making examples out of them. So I just don't I don't want to hearken on this too long, man. I just wanted to send peace, love, and light to um Kodak Black. Um and I that's pretty much it on the um music side of things. Everything else was pretty much gossip. Um like uh what's her name? Uh Summer Walker, who has an amazing album. Uh, make sure you check out uh Over It by Summer Walker album is amazing uh i believe it was executive produced by london on the track um from what i from what i saw she canceled some of her tour dates um and i she's fallen back for a little bit i I believe she may be suffering from some type of social anxiety um i don't blame her um in this day and age um you may have heard me speak about this before the landscape of music now um the demand gets high quickly because of how the consumer can consume the music now so if you got a really good album say not not even an album say you put out a good single excuse me say it goes viral like you know million clicks a million listens people are going to start asking for albums people are going to want to book you for shows and you know it's money so people are going to start taking these shows but the thing is they're going to be like wait a minute whoa, whoa whoa slow down i can't give you an album just yet you know, that's for the people that got singles. Now, people that, you know, ready to put out an album and is making, like, magical shit, like Summer Walker, for instance, the demand is going to be there to do big shows, big stadiums. Like, before you were just used to doing open mics or little, you know, intimate shows. Like, now you're doing meet and greets. Now you're doing um, 
stadiums with not even stadiums arenas where it's packed to like maybe 5,000 plus people so it's a huge jump you know what I mean this is why artist development is super important um, a lot of these artists now didn't go through artist development and that's why um, you're seeing what the summer walkers are doing right now you're seeing what um, other artists are like whoa like Young M.A. for instance before she dropped out dropped her little Dropped her hot ass album that I just released, I, be, I believe, about a month or two ago, maybe even three months. Um, she did, she couldn't give people an album right away. She told people that on social media because she had a single that she released that went viral, a few freestyles that went viral. So people were like, "Yo, we want an album. We want an album. We want an album." She was like, "Whoa, I'm not ready for that yet." Like she was still in her artist development stages, but the demand in this landscape is so crazy because the consumer. It's so easy to consume music. Like, you can listen to a song five, ten times in just the span of 30 minutes. And you're tired of the song because you're not, you may not be tired of the artist. You're tired of the song, so you want to hear something new. You know what I mean? And I believe that's why a lot of these artists are pumping out two albums a year. Some of these artists are pumping out three, four EPs a year because they want to supply that demand. And, you know, the, the, streaming, the streaming money is, is decent, too. It could be better, but... It, it, it counts, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, there wasn't really much to talk about on the music front. So I just wanted to touch on a few things here here and there that I felt, you know, probably made sense to talk about on this episode. So next thing we're going to get into right now um, is sports. Um, it's, been a, it's been a crazy, crazy, crazy sports week. We just seen the wild, wild brawl. I believe it was Thursday night's game. You know, I don't really watch football like that. I believe it was the Thursday night game, Steelers versus Browns. Um, the only reason why I saw it is because I kept seeing the clip of um, dude hitting the quarterback with the helmet. Miles, dude being Miles Garrett of the Cleveland Browns and the quarterback being Mason Rudolph of the Steelers. I believe he was the quarterback. Um, I watched the footage. Um, a lot of people reacted towards Miles Garrett because he hit Mason Rudolph with the helmet. Fine, I understand. I was a little out of pocket. It is assault in front of millions. But um, if you watched it as closely as I did, when Miles Garrett um, sacked, well, not sacked because he completed the pass, when Miles Garrett tackled Mason Randolph, Mason Randolph was trying to take off uh, Miles Garrett's helmet. And I don't see too many uh, journalists discussing that. I think only one talked about it. That was Max Kellerman. Um, I seen Mason Rudolph try to take off Miles Garrett's helmet, and you already know tempers is flaring. There's mad tension on the football field. So you're trying to take off my helmet. I'm going to try and take off yours. And that's exactly what Miles Garrett did. He, he got Mason Rudolph's helmet off because Miles Garrett is a lot stronger than Mason Rudolph. So he took the helmet off, and then that's when one of the linemen from the Steelers pushed him away from the quarterback, and then the quarterback proceeded to get in Miles Garrett's face. I guess he was trying to instigate something. And Miles Garrett was like, oh, you still want something? You still coming back for more? Because it looked like Miles Garrett fell back after the lineman, I guess, was trying to chill him out. Um, the Steelers lineman, that is. And then I seen um, Mason, Ran Mason Rudolph, sorry, go to the go to Miles, got get in his face. I don't know what was said. And then that's when Miles proceeded to hit him in the head with the helmet. And then that's when the quarterback Mason Randolph Rudolph turned around and said, 
you know, threw his arms in the air like, yo, what's good? Am I going to get this penalty or not? So basically he instigated the situation. I'm not, I'm not absolving Miles Garrett from this because, yes, he did hit him with the helmet. He didn't have to go there. But like I said, in the game of football, tension is high, tempers is flaring. So you know that type of thing could happen. Um, uh, the suspensions goes as this. Um, Garrett is suspended for the remainder of the regular season and postseason if the Browns make it to the postseason, and that's without pay. Uh, Pouncey, Pouncey uh, actually uh, was the player that tried to punch and kick Miles Garrett after Miles Garrett hit uh, Mason Rudolph with the helmet. Um, he got suspended for three games. Ogun, um, Ogun, Ogun, what is it? Oh, Ogun Joby, Ogun Joby of the of the Browns. He got a one game suspension because after Mason got Miles' face and he got hit with the helmet, um, Ogun Joby ran into um, Mason Rudolph and knocked him to the ground. So he got one one game suspension. I believe Rudolph will be fined. Um, Rudolph is not pursuing any legal action against Garrett, and Garrett issued an apology. Um, like I said, it was tempers flaring. There should have there shouldn't have been no um, legal action taken because in all honesty, um, if I was able to see that it was instigation involved, I'm sure a lawyer would have been able to see that and there wouldn't have been no case. So um, it was that was that was some wild, wild, wild and crazy shit on the football field. We're gonna stay on the football side of things, right? <laughs> um, Kaepernick. Um, he received an invitation to work out for 25 NFL teams. It's being reported that Jay-Z pressured Roger Goodell to set up a Colin Kaepernick workout because he took a reputational bullet for the commissioner when the partnership was announced. And yes, he did. I wasn't one of those people that wilded out on the um, partnership, but I was like one of those that were like, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep an eye on this. But if you remember it, a lot of people had a lot to say about this. Um, some people threw some subliminals. Some people... Um, Straight up said that it was a shitty move by Jay-Z. Um, so to hear that it was Jay-Z allegedly behind Colin Kaepernick getting a workout for these 25 teams, that's, that, that's good to hear. Um, uh, from what some news that I heard recently, well, it wasn't recently, I heard before I got on here, was um, the location of the workout, which was supposed to take place at an, in the Atlanta Falcons indoor facility, was switched. It was switched an hour before the workout took place. Um, Kaepernick's rips stated that the switch was made to facilitate a transparent and open process. From When I hear that, that makes me think that um, Kaepernick didn't really trust those behind this workout too much. Um, maybe he felt that there was a sabotage in place. Um, maybe he felt that, yo, if we're going to make this more transparent... Make it an open process and um, make it seem like it's a fair situation. For me, I'm going to bring it to a place where I know there's not going to be any hoopla, no media, no craziness. It's just me, the people I work out with, and those scouts. Um, of course, you know, there were scouts that were upset because they were already at Atlanta. Da, 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 da. Of course, you had some of the press people that were upset. Because they were already outside of the Atlanta Falcons um, indoor fa workout facility. But you know me, I don't care about that. Um, I, I'm just happy to see Kaepernick um, getting the opportunity to play. Because obviously he still wants to play. Um, 
that this is not going to make me watch football. I, as I told many, many people before, I do not fuck with the NFL institution because they shown me how they feel about my collective, especially those who want to stand up for something. They show me plenty of times. I don't care how much damage control they do now. What you show me at that point disgusted me, and that's why I'll never watch a game. Not not in my household, for I'll say. But like if I'm out socially and the game is on, I'll watch. If some if I'm at somebody's house, they're watching a the game, I'll watch. But as far as DSP's household, they will not get ratings from me. Um, it's 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 still fuck the NFL, but. I wanted to um, give a huge shout out to uh, Kaepernick and uh, at this opportunity, um, and also big shout out to all the black quarterbacks in the NFL doing their thing right now, like the Deshaun Watsons, the Lamar Jacksons, the uh, Patrick Mahomes, the uh, what's that brother's name from the Seahawks, uh, the, Wus- the the Russell Wilsons. You know what I mean? Just doing their thing, man. Because for so long there was this stigma that. Black quarterbacks weren't good enough to to lead a team, an NFL team. And now that's being shitted on. So I wanted to give kudos to that for sure. Um, the NBA season is well underway, man. The Lakers are looking so, so, so good. The Clippers are looking good. I'm seeing that Kawhi is getting a lot of uh, flack for the load management. Um I understand the load management thing, but I mean, at the end of the day, I'm not going to celebrate the load management thing either because I remember Michael Jordan saying it once to his players, like, yo, I pay you to play 82 games. Granted, um, Kawhi's on the Clippers, and I think um, he's the GM. So I believe he's doing this for a reason. I think he's trying to preserve Kawhi. He doesn't want to overkill Kawhi because he knows how important Kawhi can be in the postseason. We know Kawhi takes it up another level in the postseason. We we know that. So to to see the load management being done with him, I don't have a problem with that. To see Paul George come back, that's that's gonna be crazy. Cause I've been I've been waiting to see Clippers at full strength. Because I've been seeing the Lakers, and the Lakers look amazing. Now I'm going to get to see the Clippers in full strength, and I can't wait till those two teams clash and go head-to-head at full strength. That's going to be amazing, amazing, amazing basketball. James Harden and Russell Westbrook still out there fucking killing shit, doing their thing. Um, Damian Lillard had dropped 60 points the other day. I mean, the shooting percentage was horrible. But what it is, what's going on with the Blazers is that teams are pressuring CJ and um, and Dame. And uh, now, this is a perfect segue to the next story since we're um, in the sports realm. Carmelo Anthony. As you all know, I've been picketing. I've been shouting through the rooftops. Shouting through the rooftops. Why hasn't my guy Carmelo Anthony... Why hasn't my son Carmelo Anthony... Been signed to a team yet, man. Why isn't Carmelo on an NBA team? Any NBA team could use Carmelo Anthony right now. Now, he has signed with the Portland Trailblazers. I believe they signed uh, Ka- uh, Kawhi. I believe they signed Carmelo because um, they wanted to take pressure off CJ and Dame Dollar. 
Um, I'm not sure what Carmelo's uh, role is going to be. Um, I don't know if he's going to be a starter. I don't know if he's going to come off the bench. I don't know what his minutes is going to look like. Um, it's, it's a lot in store, a lot in question, a lot to see. Um, all I want to say is that I'm just happy for the man. Um, he signed it. The thing that's kind of, you know, eye-opening to this is uh, signs, he signed a non-guaranteed deal with the Blazers, of course. Um, he becomes fully guaranteed if he isn't waived by January 7th. Um, he'll make up to $14,490 a day until January 7th when his contract becomes guaranteed. He can make up to $782,460 before January 7th if he remains on the roster. Um, LeBron James and Dwayne Wade showed a lot of love to um, Carmelo on social media because they feel that, yo, it's about time that he was on the, on the team. Um, other players within the league were like about time that he's on the team because Carmelo is a talent. You know what I'm saying? I just hope that he takes this opportunity um, to fully su succeed with his rebrand. Because like I've said before in previous episodes, I, I felt that Carmelo was rebranding himself. Um, he wanted to re uh, rededicate himself to the game and show what he can do because he's seeing what LeBron's doing. He saw what Wade did. You know what I'm saying? Why not give my man Carmelo a farewell tour? He deserves it. He's he's done a lot for the game. You know what I'm saying? So it's only right. And plus, he's playing for, on the Blazers, a team that could possibly compete in the postseason. You know what I'm saying? Damian Lillard, C.J. McCollum, Hassan Whiteside, and now Carmelo Anthony. That's a great addition, man. So, I mean, I, I wish Carmelo Anthony nothing but the best. I will be paying attention, my dude. Um, go out there and just kill it, man. Go out there and do your thing, brother. Um, let's talk about my team, um, a former uh, player, Carmelo, a former team that Carmelo used to play for, my Knicks, man. Uh, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and be like, yo, my Knicks are, 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 are dope. They're good. I mean, they show signs of, of greatness, but I don't even want to say signs of greatness. They show signs of being good, of being a good team. RJ shows me a thing here and there. Um, Morris does his thing every now and then. Randall does his thing, but it's like Dennis Smith Jr., he balls, but he's not the guard that's going to lead us to the next level. Frank Nilakina, he's good, but he's not the guard that's going to take us to the next level. Um, we need a guard that's going to take us to the next level. I believe we also need not a new coach because I like Fisdale. I like his energy. He's a player. He's a player's coach. Um, I feel that they need to get Mark Jackson in the office, make him a consultant or something, make him an assistant or something. Get that man in there because you saw what he did for Golden State, man. Why? What makes you think he can't do that for New York? You know? Um, I, I understand he has political views that some of y'all may not see eye to eye with, but that doesn't mean he can't do his job. You know what I'm saying? Just give that man an opportunity, man. Um, he might be able to help with turning the uh, Knicks franchise around. So, I mean, it, it's important. I'm hearing rumors and stuff like that. I'm hearing the Knicks are looking to sign, I believe, Giannis' trainer because I believe after this year, Giannis becomes a free agent. So... I believe they're trying to assign his trainer or something. I'm not sure. Someone that's closely related to Giannis. 
they're trying to hire us to try and lure Giannis to New York. So, I mean, hearing these rumblings, that's good. It, it shows that the front office is trying to do something. But, I mean, my man KD had put it best, man. He, 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 he said it in, I believe, the Wall Street Journal interview. He said that nobody wants to play for Dolan. And I've known that for years. That's why I was shocked to see Carmelo Omari Stoudemire come those years to play for Dolan. Because I was like, yo, like Dolan's got a terrible rep as an owner. You know what I mean? So it's, it's, it's kind of crazy. So, I mean, shout out to the Knicks, man. Keep playing ball. Keep playing hard, man. I like the intensity that y'all playing with. So keep doing y'all thing, man. So um, that's, that was the uh, Knicks segueing from the uh, Carmelo Anthony talk. Um, let's get into uh, current events right quick. Like I said, I'm not trying to make this a super, super duper long episode. I just wanted to um, discuss a few things before, you know, getting out of here. I just probably want to make this a quick hour episode, maybe even under an hour. Um, make sure you follow us on Instagram. That's at T-H-A-B-L-A-S-T-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Um, you'll see tons of content on there. You'll see some podcast-related content. You'll see some fun content promoting the, the episodes. Um, make sure you check out our IGTV as well. Um, we have, like I said, podcast-related content on there. Um, also, make sure to um, listen to M-O-R-V-O-H Basketball Experience. Check out all the installments. We got about five now, depending on when you listen to this. It might even be six. Um, it's me basically recapping the VOH Basketball League's VOH Ball Timber Classic. It's the fall league that they have going on. They have about 12 teams, a bunch, about 120 talented basketball players that come and ball out every week, Tuesday and Thursday. Um, if you're from the Rockland County area, please pull up. $3 admission. It's at West Rock Indoors. Indoor complex. It's uh, next door to the Mercedes-Benz dealership and um, Rockland Bakery in the Nanuet area. Um, it's three dollars a game, three dollars admission. Like I said, it's, it's basically if you come early, if you come at seven o'clock and pay three dollars, you're basically playing a dollar a game. It's three games, three dollars. You do the math. Um, once again, uh, follow VOH Basketball. That's at VOH Basketball. Follow MOR Apparel. That's at MOR underscore apparel underscore US. Make sure you click the link in their bio to check out their website. They got a beautiful site. And also um, subscribe to VOH Basketball YouTube game to watch the games on YouTube. You might even hear my voice back there uh, handling the live. Um, also, uh, what else is there? What else is there? Oh, follow VOH Basketball on Twitter. That's V. B-Ball 845. Um, let's get into um, the current events, man. Um, there was a crazy, crazy, crazy drug bust uh, near near me. Um, I live in the Nyack, New York area in Rockland County. Um, there was a crazy drug bust in um, West Nyack um, by the Clarkstown police. Um, they seized about 35 pounds of drugs um, that had a street value of uh, $2.4 million. $2.4 million. Um, 11 people were arrested. Three of them were from White Plains. Um, that's in the Westchester County area. Police say the suspects were part of a two-year nationwide operation that trafficked um, that trafficked various illegal various illegal drugs. Um, it was a traffic stop in West Nyack in a town near me, led it to let which led to a bust, which which um, it led to a bust that 
was it was basically a truck i believe was filled with the trailer with fentanyl heroin cocaine oxycodone pills laced with fentanyl and i believe those are the fake pills um also included was a car fentanyl which is supposed to be 100 times more potent than fentanyl which is crazy uh like i said the clarkstown police is responsible for the stop the Clarkstown Street Crime Unit was armed with the information from an investigation. Uh, they brought in the canine units to search the trailer and um, they found the goods. Um, the driver was uh, Alexis Victorero. He was 47 years old and he was from Milford, Massachusetts. He was also uh, taken into custody. Um, that's a lot, a lot of, lot of uh, methamphetamines and all that crazy shit. Um, which is which drove which was driving through here. Um, I believe that was probably because they said it was the national operation. I believe that must have been the East Coast operation, um, and the Clarkstown Crime Unit must have found out about it. The Street Crime Unit must have found out about it because someone ratted out. Someone got caught, ratted somebody else out. Somebody else got ratted out because the person that got caught was someone that probably purchased from these people here. So you know how that works, snitching leads to other people getting caught up in the investigation. So that that was some crazy shit. I wanted to talk about that because that was some big news locally. Um, another crazy, uh, crazy thing. Nothing that didn't happen locally, but I felt I had to talk about this because I couldn't, I couldn't not talk about it because of the cowardice that's involved in this. Um, I don't know if I'm saying his name right. Nafes Monroe, a uh, Philly man that used a 11-month-old as a human shield in a drug deal, baby was shot multiple times, shot in the head, neck, and twice in the buttocks. Um, he thought that bringing a baby to a fucking drug deal would prevent violence. What kind of dumbass shit is that? What, what kind of idiot brings a child to a drug deal? Like, oh my God. Like, when I was reading this news, when I was um, following this report, I, I just couldn't, I just couldn't, um, maintain my composure like I had to put the pen down several times like you've heard me say this before like I was so irate so pissed off so angry at how stupid someone could be you know what I mean what makes you think that you're gonna go to this drug deal because you have a baby there's not gonna be violence you wanna know why there was violence this asshole wanted to give the uh, dealer counterfeit money and, and get away with it. So he thought, oh, I'll give this counterfeit money and um, he ain't going to get upset or start shooting because I got a baby with me. Like, that's cowardly, fam. You a pussy for that, Mr. Monroe. Like, you deserve to be fucking castrated. You deserve to get your ass fucking beat bad. You know what I'm saying? Um, like I said, things went wrong when Monroe was caught using counterfeit money to uh, buy product. Uh, Monroe didn't take the baby to the hospital. His bitch ass dropped it off at um, Einstein Medical Center and left. His bitch ass left the baby. His bitch ass left the baby at the medical center. Didn't even check to see if it's all right. Didn't even check to see if the baby boy survived. You know what I mean? That's some pussy shit. That's some pussy shit, Mr. Monroe. How the fuck you take your baby to the fucking med medical center? Not a hospital. You take it to the medical center and you fucking leave. Yeah, you're going to have authorities on your ass. You deserve to have authorities on your ass, motherfucker. But at least check to, to that baby's livelihood. 
Fuck your freedom, motherfucker. It's due to your selfishness. This baby may fucking die. This baby is in critical condition right now. Pardon my passion, but like anytime shit involves children, I'm going to get like this. I just want y'all to know right now because y'all probably going to frequently listen to the platform. And if you have been listening to the platform and you've heard me cover stories that um, include children, you've heard me get extremely passionate. For example, a Tatiana Jefferson. I, I started speaking about how her nephew is going to be fucking scarred because of what happened, because her, because his aunt was trying to protect him. You know what I mean? So when I hear stories like this, this fucking coward goes to a medical center and leaves after you drop the fucking baby off? My dude, I would fucking castrate you my fucking self because I don't believe in killing people. You know what I'm saying? I'm not, I'm not the type to take someone's life, but I will fucking break limbs fucking castrate you, fucking cut out your tongue. You don't fucking deserve to be living right after doing this to this child. Say the child survives. This child may be brain dead. It got fucking shot in the head. It's fucking nasty. Shot in the fucking neck. You don't know what the fuck that shit's gonna do. That's some pussy shit. Like, yo, like, you don't, you guys don't understand, like, how fire, you probably can hear it. You probably hear how angry I am. You probably hear, hear the frustration that, that, that I'm feeling. But as you should, I'm trying to make you feel the same way. I'm trying to, um, rile you up the same way. You know what I'm saying? No, this asshole didn't get away with it. I, um, he was charged with recklessly endangering the life of another person and endangering the welfare of a child. Yes, um, I believe there was two other people. I believe the baby mom was there who deserves to be fucking punched in the fucking face because how the fuck she let her man bring a fucking baby to a drug deal and another person was there as well. So I believe that the dude... Um, I don't, I don't remember the other guy's name. I believe, um, Francisco Cruz was his name. I'm not sure. Don't quote me. Was shooting 29 years old. Was shooting at, um, Mr. Monroe, fucking asshole Monroe. And he was shooting recklessly because he was trying to get Monroe. You know, most dudes in the street don't have the best aim. They just got a gun and they just start firing. You know what I mean? So, I mean, I, I wish I said peace, love and light to that little child. Fuck everybody else in the situation. You know what I mean? This this is strictly, this is peace, love, and light for that fucking child because that child didn't ask to be put there. You know what I'm saying? That child did not ask to fucking get shot in the fucking head, neck, and buttocks twice because of some asshole parent that wanted to go buy some product. Man, listen, man, let me get off this story because I'm just going to keep going off in the rain. I don't want to lose y'all with my um emotions, but... um. Let's get into the uh, main, main course. The, this episode is basically dedicated to this man. Um, first and foremost, I wanted to congratulate the collective, the black collective for standing up and coming together. Not just the black collective, but everyone that got involved in the Rodney Reed situation. Um, they suspended his execution indefinitely. I wanted to give a round of applause to everybody involved, including myself. I shared the email on our page. And um, we did it. We saved an innocent man's life for the time being. Um, I believe that it's about to go back on trial. Um, 
He was for for those of y'all who don't know the Rodney Reed situation, I'm gonna give y'all some context. Um, Rodney Reed was convict convicted and sentenced to die. In 1998 for the rape and murder of a 19-year-old Stacy Stites two years prior. On April 23rd, 1996, her body was dropped on the side of a country road outside of Bastrop, a small town roughly a half hour east of Austin, Texas. Partially clothed and lying face up, her arms above her head. Marks on her neck led investigators to conclude that she had been strangled with a length of braided leather belt. A piece was left nearby. A piece of the leather belt was nearby. Sperm was collected from inside of her. Murder went unsolved for a year before law enforcement officers, apparently acting on a hunch, tested the recovered DNA against Rodney Reed. At the time, Rodney Reed was going through some cases. I believe he was going through about two cases where he was being accused of um, assaulting, sexually assaulting women, which he was later on absolved from. So it's kind of weird. I, I, I'm, I'm assuming... This area of Texas is extremely bigoted, and my man Rodney Reed had a thing for the white flesh. So in that area, especially at that time, mid-90s, interracial dating was somewhat taboo. Um, if you were alive at that time, you know that there was a movie called Jungle Fever with Wesley Snipes and another woman at the time, um, Italian woman. So it, it was, um, was kind of taboo. Um, so... I believe that's what he was going through. He was just dealing with people's bigotry and racism, and he had to go through the court system because of it. Um, so the DNA that they recovered um, matched, and it formed the basis of the prosecution's case. No other evidence tied Reed to the murder. Um, they never tested. Um, they never tested the murder weapon for DNA, and they found a strand of hair on Stite's body that they never tested towards um, Rodney Reed either. Um, so basically, Rodney Reed and uh, Miss Stites were involved sexually. This is why they found that the, the sperm, the DNA that they found in, inside of Miss Stites matched him because they were involved sexually. Um, she was married. She was married to a police officer. The police officer had known about this affair um, and it has been reported that he threatened Rodney Reed. Um, but I guess the affair continued. And uh, Stites got caught up one night. And I, because I, I, I believe the, the, I think the cop's name is James Fennell, something like that. His last name is Fennell. I'm not sure of the first name. Um, he was a suspect when she died. Um, he came into questioning, but they couldn't really find anything to pin it on him. So after a while, he pled the fifth. Once they found that, once they started prosecuting Rodney Reed, that's when he wanted to drop the Fifth, fifth Amendment and started talking. See what I'm saying? So it gets real shaky there. Um, but during Rodney Reed's case, um, he had witnesses to witness to basically testify and say that, hey, we know of this relationship between them two. It was consensual. It wasn't any rape thing that y'all trying to pin on him. Um, he did not kill that woman. And it was consensual. And she would come for it. You know what I'm saying? But the thing is, they never called them up. Um, basically, the prosecutors painted this picture of this man 
to the all-white jury, and the all-white jury pretty much um, gave this man a life sentence, and basically, I wouldn't even say life sentence, they were going to basically get him killed, because they felt that he took this young lady's life just based on the DNA they found inside of her, not, not the DNA on the murder weapon, not the strand of hair that they found on her body, none of that. Um, it's so real that there was new evidence that came where um, there were testimonies from eyewitnesses who have come forward in recent months pointing towards the fiance as the suspect. Um, as I said, because there were reports that were saying that he went as far as saying that he had to get his nigger loving wife killed. And from what I'm hearing, like for, for you to strangle somebody, that sounds like a crime of passion. You know what I mean? She worked late nights. I believe she worked overnight, 3.30 a.m. And that's when they said uh, she didn't show up that evening. And that's when someone at the grocery store had called the police and said, hey, she's missing. And then, of course, as you heard in the beginning of this coverage, of the coverage of this story was that she was found on the side of the road. Um, it's a sad story. Um, hopefully they find out who murdered this young lady. It's crazy that it's about 21 years later and they still don't know who killed this lady. I'm just more or less happy for Rodney Reed. Um, I'm not going to lie to you. Um, we couldn't talk about it because I, I was doing research on this story about since last week. But since we had such an amazing episode last week, we had such great guests. Um, shout out to Big Veg and Jelani Jeffries. Um, I did not want to ruin the vibe with this story. So I waited till the following week. And to be honest with y'all, I was very skeptical. Um, black man, predominantly white jury, um, convicted to be um, executed, Texas. I was like, damn, I don't know if this brother's going to make it, but I was still going to cover it this week. But then I started seeing the petitions. I signed the petition uh, the free Rodney Reed doc on freerodneyreed.com. I called in. I did all the work, all the calls to action to help this brother out because I didn't want to be a skeptic and be like, oh, I'm going to be... So I didn't want to be so skeptical to the point where I didn't want to do anything to help this man out. And I feel good because I actually signed the petitions. I actually made these phone calls. You know what I mean? I feel good. I felt like I was a part of saving an innocent man's life. You know what I mean? So... Huge shout out to Rodney Reed and um, the suspension of his execution. And a big round of applause to y'all who, who were involved in signing the petition and all that. Um, everything is not over yet for Rodney Reed. Um, they're going to try him again. And hopefully they, they um, get a better jury this time. You know, hopefully they use all the evidence, you know. And hopefully Rodney Reed gets absolved from this. I mean, I believe... He's learned from his mistakes. I mean, he, he lost 20 years of his 20 plus years of his life in the prison system because of some ass. You know what I mean? So I'm hoping that he learned from it, man. I, I believe he's 51 now. So, I mean, I, I hope the young man, not the young man, but the brother learned from it. I mean, to lose your freedom for that long for something that you didn't do, man, <laughs> you got to learn from that. You know what I'm saying? So. That's pretty much everything I wanted to cover today. Um, sorry, <laughs> it's over an hour. I told you I didn't want to do it um, for over an hour. I didn't want to keep y'all too long, man, but I just wanted to get y'all an episode. Um, once again, 
This is episode 20. I actually wanted to give myself a round of applause for this. Um, to me, this is a milestone. Um, I created this platform to do exactly what I'm doing right now. Also to give a platform to the, uh, the creators and entrepreneurs in the Rockland County area. Also the artists. Well, I mean, I put the artists under creators and entrepreneurs. That's why I don't feel like I need to say artists because they are entrepreneurs. They are also creatives. And that's what I, I created this platform for, to give them a, a space to where they can come open up to their consumers and possibly give game to those who listen. For example, we just had Big Veg and Jelani Jeffries on last episode, episode 19, a reunion. Those brothers came on the show, opened up, dropped gems. Gems after gems after gems after gems. And I believe you guys, if you're a creative and you're an entrepreneur, please go back and listen to that episode. It was a it was strictly interview format. Um, we let those brothers share wealth, share the game, share gems with all the listeners who are entrepreneurs and who are creatives trying to get in the game. For example, uh, Big Veg, media personality, been doing this thing for years, gave gems on how to do things media-wise. I even took some of those gems and going to apply it myself. Um, Jelani Jeffries, uh, voice actor, actor, um, artist. He gave some gems on how to get into the voice acting and acting and how to go about with, go about your music. Um, also producer. I can't forget that. He also said that, yo, if you're a producer, like, uh, DJ, DJ Jazzy Jeff gave him a gem that he shared with us on the show. So, I mean, it, it was a great episode. Make sure to check out episode 19, but I also wanted to say, I'm happy that I reached this 20th episode and I'm looking to get, I'm looking forward to give you 20 more shit, 200 more. Um, I just wanted to give myself kudos for that. Give myself flowers for that. And I want to give y'all flowers for listening. You have to understand the only reason why I reached 20 episodes is because I see people listening. Like if I didn't see people listening, I wouldn't continue to do what I'm doing. You know what I mean? I wouldn't continue to get on this microphone and, and sh share my feelings, share my thoughts, share my gems with y'all. You know what I mean? Uh, make sure you follow the IG page. That's at T-H-A. B-L-A-S-T-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Uh, make sure you check out um, the M-O-R VOH Basketball Experience where I recap everything VOH Basketball and M-O-R Apparel. Um, rate the show. Please, 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 please rate the show. As you heard me before during the Call to Action segment, please rate the show on iTunes. Rate it on um, Spotify. Rate it on iHeartRadio. Wherever you listen to us, because I know... Those are the three popular platforms I see that we get listened to on, but I see there are other platforms we get listened to on too. So please rate us. It helps us get to the homepage of that platform and that gets more listeners and more listeners equates to more people knowing about Rockland County, New York, knowing about us, knowing about me, knowing about the Blast podcast. Oh, another thing I wanted to um, promo was uh, the VOH Play Hits playlist on Spotify and the Great 4-5 playlist on Spotify. Uh, the VOH Play Hits playlist, that is a special playlist which was curated by the commissioner of VOH Basketball, Brett Bronson. Big shout out to him. Um, friend of the show, he was on episode 15, I believe. 
I believe it was episode 15. Episode 15, it's Family Part Deux with uh, Z Bling. Um, he curated that playlist. Check it out. It's a great playlist. My advice to you is to follow and shuffle listen. Don't listen to it. Shuffle listen so you can get the different vibes that goes on out here in Rockland County. It's, it's, it's a beautiful playlist. Make sure you check out my playlist that I curated. It's called Grateful Five. Um, it's got everybody from Rockland County that is doing their thing. Um, I even got uh, Partisan Fontaine, who actually dropped an album on uh, November 15th. Great project. Who else dropped on November 15th? Styles P. He dropped an album called Presence. Fire. Oh, I wanted to mention Bishop Nehru's project has been pushed back. I believe he's trying to use the momentum of his recent single, In My Zone. Um, he, I believe he reported that it was, yes, he reported that it was over a million streams, and I believe he's trying to use that momentum to, um, I, I believe, to put some final touches, finishing and final touches on the album before he puts it out there, because I guess to see that that song got a million hits, I guess he got motivated to make some more magic. So I, I believe it's going to... If it doesn't come out later this year, it'll come out next year. I look forward to listening to that project. So big shout out to Bishop Nehru. Um, yeah, that's it, folks. Um, I'm your boy, Brother DSP. I truly appreciate y'all listening to me. Like I said, I did not want to bore y'all for over an hour, but I'm going over an hour. So make sure you follow us on IG. Again, that's at T-H-A-B-L-A-S-T-P-O-D. C-A-S-T. I'm Brother DSP. Thank you for listening to episode 20. See you next week, fam. Peace.